Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Hey guys, it's Nelson. Hey, so something a little different this week. Uh, we, we've been technically off from recording for like a month. It's been uh, four weeks since we recorded at home uh, with a guest. Those last couple had been recorded four weeks ago. Uh, the live one was three weeks ago. That's the last time we really recorded. So we just been releasing stuff as there'd been a pandemic and things happening. So... We couldn't really get together easily to record this week. We were struggling to figure out a good way to record. So what we're giving you is like some Ken Burns Civil War documentary style, like a letters home-ish, I guess. We're recording some, some, uh, some bits on our, by ourselves alone that I will then sew together into one episode for you guys to listen to of uh, how we're doing, what we've been up to, some recommendations for things to do or consume in quarantine. So that's what this episode is. We're working on uh, a new way to, or some way to do it together, either where we can meet outside with a little distance between us and still record, or a better way that we can actually interact without me just holding a phone up to the mic while I'm talking, which isn't optimal. Uh, there's cats. I'm in my basement, so this is the first time recording where there's cats around. If you hear a cat toy rattling, or some weird sounds, probably a cat, or maybe just uh, where I live, is what the weird sounds are. Anyway, without further ado, it's us talking about stuff for you separately, put together, Ken Burns style. We love you. We hope you guys are all doing good and are safe and are keeping healthy and everything, by the way. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're thinking about you. We hope everything's good. We love you guys. And here's the episode as it is. Thanks. I'm Nelson. Big beer hosts! And we're in! Wow, it is Double Deuce, the solo show. I'm Will, and somewhere on the other side of town, about five blocks, is Nelson. I think he fills you in on what's going on. We're going to go ahead and record this from two separate locations, sort of like John Oliver did in the last last week tonight, a solo duo performance act. Um, very exciting to try something new. Actually, what's really funny about it is it's mostly because we didn't get it together in time to figure out how to do one of those online back and forth recording sessions so hopefully between that and or figuring out a way where we can socially distance be in the same space yet still record quality microphonemanship we will be performing together in the very near future for future episodes but today it's going to be a series of segmented little shorts from each of us so you'll get a little bit of will and then a little bit of nelson and then a little bit of will and then a little bit of nelson until it's been 22 minutes it has been a wild journey ladies and gentlemen um we recorded a bunch of episodes in advance with our friend Jay, because I was going to be gone to England on a trip that I did not end up taking towards the beginning of March, uh, right when things were starting to get a little iffy with COVID-19, the coronavirus. 
I decided that I would rather not get stuck in the UK, even though it looked like that might not be a thing at the time and I might be overreacting. But by two days later, uh, America was shutting down travel to Europe. And within a week, uh, they were saying you either have to come home or you're going to have to weather the storm there. And while I very much love the people I was going to see and going to stay with in the UK, I also happen to very much love my wife and kiddo. And so I feel like we dodged a little bit of a bullet on that one. Dodged a, a little bit of a bullet on that one. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you are all safe. I hope that at this point everybody is practicing social isolation for those of you who are listening to this podcast but maybe still going out into the world and doing things that aren't essential uh stop it stop it what are you doing it's this is kind of a a unique and crisis-based situation here people we need to be taking this seriously we don't need to panic we don't need to panic but we need to be taking this seriously and i think if we all work together we're going to make it through this thing We're going to be okay, but you can't just go out anymore. You can't just go out and hang out with friends. You got to stay in, got to stay in and play your D&D online like we did, where it's mostly just listening to my dad asking, why can't you hear hear me, 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 on echoed reverb because he's got his phone on and he's talking at the same time. And uh, it just makes the gameplay go pretty uh, pretty dramatically badly for a while until finally someone manages to gently tell him he should maybe call in uh, on his phone and then have some headphones in. So there you go. D&D tip for the new age. Uh, check out your sound. Don't reverb. Don't feed back on your own computer. It's not cool. Don't do it. Nobody cool does that. All right, I'm going to turn you over to Nelson. Enjoy. Big Beer Hosts! Hey guys, it's Nelson. It's my first thing of these. It's my first Ken Burns letter thing. I'm calling it that. I don't know what Will's calling it. We didn't really... We talked about what to do tonight, but we didn't really go into final finer details. Uh, sorry. I, uh, I broke into my rationed uh, quarantine marijuana to record this. Cause I felt like, you know, it's, I've never, you know, this is weird, like solo radio, just talking by yourself. It's kind of odd. I'll do like intros and outros to decaduces by myself, but those are pretty rambly. I leave a rambly voicemail. If you're wondering, I'm just sitting here having a little quarantine wine. You should do the same if you're not already. Um, so yeah, uh, how I'm doing, doing okay. Uh, everything's going pretty okay. Um, no, been, since, you know, things started getting, looking a little, little possibly rough in the horizon, been like just slowly like saving up a little stuff, buying a little extra at the store, like buying, you know, one extra, like trying to keep like a month's worth of stuff, not trying to like hoard anything, but just like the Boy Scout in me was like, hey, let's just, instead of getting two of this thing, let's get three kind of stuff for a couple of weeks. And then as things have gotten crazier been as i go to the store just to make sure i've got enough of stuff but uh i don't understand people who are like i need a year's worth of this when stores aren't shutting down or anything um seems way excessive so don't do that if you're doing that because that's crazy but stay safe because we love you but yeah hanging out at home a lot i don't know my work situation it's weird they haven't 
told us they haven't been furloughed or told not to come in, but things there, I don't know, don't seem entirely um, conducive to staying healthy. And I live with my elderly parents trying to help take care of my dad who's got dementia. So they are in their early 70s. So, you know, in danger. And I've got an underlying respiratory thing, which makes me um, maybe more susceptible at the very least like things that are symptoms of the virus are similar to the things that I already have going on with me. So I feel like Hardell at any given time, if I might be having a mild case or it's just the stuff that's already there. So that's tricky to monitor in the attempt not to infect other people. If it is me being sick, um, hard to tell. So I don't know how that's going. We just, uh, the county is, shutting down on Tuesday, you know, the putting in out a stay at home order. So hopefully that means I can keep quarantining and not getting sick or other people sick being responsible, but just, uh, hanging out a lot. Couch is getting roughly divided. Going to have to rotate the cushions. That's been an issue of the staying at home, but I've been drinking my quarantine wine, uh, our D and D doing online D and D that's weird. Feel it works. It's better than no D and D, but it's not the same as sitting around with your friends at a table kind of D and D. So that's kind of lame. Um, watching stuff. I'll talk about things I've been watching in these next ones. But yeah, so far, uh, okay. Things have been okay for me so far. Um, hopefully you guys are doing okay. Hopefully trying to, you know, minimize your anxiety or your, your, your depression or your, uh, fear those things like trying to manage them however you need to manage them just keeping mentally okay out there physically okay i hope everyone's doing okay love you guys thanks for listening um yeah end of letter uh civil war things mother dear mother uh back to the front or whatever i hate those rebs big beer hosts all right, we're back, and this time I was going to give you some recommendations on things to watch. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of Netflix and Hulu and Voodoo and Sling TV and Amazon Prime because, you know, luckily we disconnected from the cable box a while ago, so we're catching up in little fits and starts on everything that's going on. Um, couple things I, I'd like to recommend. I, I have enjoyed and been enjoying the Hunters series. Um, the Hunters is sort of a schlocky, half uh, early 80s crime drama, half Inglorious Bastards hybrid about uh, a group of hunters who tracked down Nazis who moved to America after the war. And it's got Al Pacino and a bunch of folks, and it's real fun, and it is very violent and intense in parts, but also very, very funny in parts. I definitely would highly recommend that. I also, and you're all going to probably hate me for this, you're going to be like, I can't believe this, but I've actually gone back and watched The Office for the first time, the American version, uh, for the first time ever. And before you say, what, Willie, why would you do that? Why have you waited so long 
to embrace this cultural touchstone of our people, you have to remember, dear readers, that I did live in the UK from 2003 to 2008, and 2001 or two was when the British version of The Office was showing. And so I actually was raised on the UK version of The Office, uh, and therefore, to my mind, that was really sort of the definitive office. And it took me a long time to embrace the fact that this other show, which had the same characters, like the first episode was pretty much shot for shot, the same American version and British version. And I just couldn't get the British characters who were so meaningful to me out of my head enough to embrace the American versions who very much became kind of their own characters in their own right later on down the line. So I spent, uh, I, I tried to watch it a couple of times right when I got back from the UK. I also didn't really want anything to do with the UK right when I got back from the UK. I needed to take a little bit of a breather. We got them too close and it was nothing personal. And I love you, UK. I just needed some space at that time. So there didn't seem to be any reason until recently. But I've been watching it and very much enjoying it. The early episodes uh, really don't hold up well and I love them for that. I mean, they do and they don't. They do because everybody's pointing out how terrible this behavior is but the behavior itself is still pretty reprehensible so it's a very dicey proposition but it's a lot of fun to watch um very much enjoyed it i have gotten to the point where steve carroll left the show so i'm kind of having a hard time uh dealing with that emotionally but i'm gonna make it through i'm a tough guy i'm a tough guy my mom says i'm a tough guy she says I'm special and she says that good things are going to happen to me. Just, uh, just you wait. And I've been waiting. And it's been 45 years now. And I am still waiting. Any day now, man. I am still waiting. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and I'm going to turn it over to Nelson. Big beer hosts. Hey, it's Nelson again. I'm back. Hey, um, so some stuff that I've been watching lately, if you want some things, some like newer things that are easy to jump on now, that are around now, that you don't have to like do that long binge on, but you should maybe, it's a good time for long binging, but it's also a good time for short binging, you know, mix it up, watch more than one thing here and there, like take a day off and watch something new, whatever, anyway. These two shows that I feel like are weirdly a little bit similar, I've been watching and have different opinions on the two. One of them is Dispatches from Elsewhere, which is an AMC show that just started up. It's on After Better Call Saul, if you have a regular TV system setup thing. But I'm guessing you can find it wherever AMC stuff is. By the way, Better Call Saul, real good this season. If you haven't watched that or Breaking Bad, now's a good time. Get caught up. Anyway, Dispatches from Elsewhere, it's a it, like Jason Siegel is like this one of the stars and is the writer creator. It's this odd little, they're just like, uh, four people kinda disaffected, struggling a little bit. Um, get caught up in this weird, like esoteric, whimsical, uh, game that's like some kind of confrontation between this more corporatist thing uh called the, the jejun institute and then this more magical realist kind of anarchic 
uh, elsewhere society, but there's like something else going on under it and they're kind of getting caught up. Anyway, it's a weird little like Wizard of Oz takeoff because the four characters in this group kind of mirror like the needs of those characters, but they're real, uh, real interesting characters, real uh, Sally Fields, one of them. She's amazing as Sally Field can be. Uh, episodes three and four, she's knocking it out of the park hard. She doesn't kind of show up as hard till then. She's around a little. Um, but all the episodes, they kind of each of the first four take one character, kind of put you as that, that, that's your analog to this show. Like here's the show through their eyes. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's uh, a lot of real nice, like crazy stuff. Uh, just, it's wild, it's funny, but it's also real touching. Um, I like it. Uh, Devs is the other thing, the Alex Garland show that's on Hulu right now. That's, uh, like four weeks, five weeks in itself. Um, it's, uh, weekly to drop the first one. Anyway, there's like four of them online. It drops weekly. Um, that one is interesting. I like it less because it seems it's real. Nick Offerman's really good in it. He plays this crazy, like, weird uh develop like software developer who's working on some kind of secret project that he brings certain people out to work on um and that secret project is interesting there's some interesting like weird coders that are out there working on it in this like like building this golden building in the woods uh, it's real weird it's uh real moody it's real kind of slow moving and detached and so I kind of like it less. I feel like every character, except this one homeless guy who lives in front of the building of the main character, is just in a Thorazine haze constantly, just slowly interacting, talking, like looking off into the distance, except like every now and then they're screaming, sometimes silently with music playing underneath, sometimes actual screaming, or they're doing murders. There's a bunch of murders. And like those moments, people seem real engaged in the moment. But aside from that, everyone seems real like fucking they're on a heroin nod or something. Um, and so I feel like the fact that it's an interesting story and like the whole secret of this like crazy program they're working on in the woods is interesting but man there's just so it's hard to feel the human uh interaction in it and so i feel very detached the way that they all feel very detached and so i kind of like it but i kind of don't know that i like it that much i'll definitely watch the end the rest of the season because i'm interested but you know, next season, who knows? Depending on how they finish it out, who knows? But that's how I feel about those. You should check them both out. They're both worth checking out. You might love devs and hate dispatches from elsewhere. People are different. Back to Will. Big beer hosts. I gotta say, you know, I don't really have a huge problem with this whole, like, isolation and quarantining thing. I mean, I'm a, I'm a cancer I'm sort of an introvert, even though I'm sort of an extroverted introvert. I mean, a lot of people might not think this to to talk to me, and, and especially um, when you see me out on the public front, uh, that, that I'm I'm actually introverted. But where I get my my healing from, and where I get my my regeneration, where I get my bucket filled, is really at home. Uh, it's really it involves a lot of my couch. It involves a lot of sort of uh, either looking at my phone, which is a dangerous pastime these days that I do not recommend, uh, or it involves watching shows, which is a slightly less dangerous pastime that I do recommend. 
uh, or or writing. Although I wish I'd been doing more writing. I got to tell you, dear readers, writing has not really been at the forefront of what I've been doing, and I feel sad about it. I enjoy writing. I think it's something I do well. There are some things I don't do well, like woodworking, uh, plumbing, uh, electricity, uh, weightlifting, really a lot of the so-called manly arts. Um, I don't I don't do well at, at those things, like the 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 real alpha male shit, like dominating people, peeing in corners, uh, establishing territory, starting wars. These are not my jams. Um, I like to write. I, I like to make words go together in unique and interesting ways. I, I used to like to read, but I've been ludicrously rubbish at that. And I go to my writer's group, and they're a bunch of wonderful but very well-read people. And I always feel like a little bit of a charlatan because I'm like, well, I've been watching The Office, but, uh, boy, I haven't been reading much except uh, except a collection of Witcher stories which I'm not sure if you're going to you know, gonna put right up there um, with the fancy writers who you're reading right now who are so cutting edge that I don't know any of their names. And I like all of these people, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know your strange writers, and I should. And there's a little bit of shame and a little bit of guilt involved, but I get through it, and the way that I do that is through drinking uh, and sort of laughing it off. Uh, and then thinking to myself, well, you know, uh, they'll understand when they read my masterwork, the masterwork that I need to be a little bit better about actually sitting down and writing. I'm working on a piece about the West Highland Way. I think that's going to be really good. I did a nerd night presentation about it not too long ago. I'm hoping to kind of pick that back up. So if you talk to me, uh, if you have any advice or if you've been on the West Highland Way, I'd love to hear your story. That's a fantastic 95-mile walk um, through Scotland, uh, some of Scotland's most beautiful uh, areas, uh, the Highlands and the Benton's. Um, very nice time, very uh, a wonderful experience, and something I think everyone should do if you have a chance and you like Scotland and you don't mind uh, living on the rough for a little while. But who doesn't mind living on the rough for a little while? I know somebody who does, and his name is Chris Nelson. Back over to you, Nelson. See y'all later. <laughs> Big beer hosts. And back to Nelson, rounding it out. Um, so yeah, uh, finishing things up. Been watching uh, the Ocho on ESPN two all day. An idea, by the way, I posted on Twitter like five days before they announced they were doing it as a thing they should do. Where's my recompense, ESPN? Anyway. It's been kind of a nice, it's nice to watch sports again, even though it's weird games. But, uh, if you got like some ESPN plus or something, you should look online because maybe there's some of that. It, there's, you know, there's lightsaber fighting or there's like a uh, dodgeball juggling and rock skipping and all kinds of stuff that's kind of ridiculous, but still like, uh, kind of entertaining to watch. Check it out if you need something. Anyway, I'm rambling. It's wild, uh, how much. Just ads still, though. I've got regular TV. There's still all the commercials. And, man, are they all kind of of a time before a few weeks ago. I'm interested to see. You see a few things that are, like, new coming out. I'm interested when the tipping point is where you start seeing more stuff, like, from post-pandemic than stuff from pre. Um, but 
Speaking of pre and other stuff to look at while we're in this, um, I watched uh, the last couple of days. I binged uh, Hunters, that Amazon show, the Nazi hunters in like the late seventies kind of show with Al Pacino in it, and he is real good in it. Like everyone says, it's fun. It's uh, his kind of Hebrew accent is a little like weird coming out of Al Pacino initially, but he but you really like uh, lean into it as he keeps moving. Like it keeps feeling like more and more the character. I like it. He does a good job. Uh, Carol Kane is in it and Carol Kane's always amazing. She's real good in this. Uh, there's a couple episodes kind of later in the season where she's killing it, just killing it. She's so good. Anyway, I dug it. It was fun. It's a little for like somewhat escapist uh, kind of period. It's got some Tarantino in its blood. Um, <laughs> Jordan Peele producer like uh helping running it out uh I, I can't remember how much he did in it um but uh it can be a little intense it's a little holocausty at times uh, a lot of like flashbacks to nazi atrocities so it's intense and it can be a little heavy at times and it's uh it's a you know a taut kind of uh plot line um it's good though i dug it if you are if you you might bum you out a little to watch, but if you, if you're, you're feeling all right and you want to watch something real good that is a little heavier, give it a look. It can also be pretty crazy and pretty fun at times. It's not like Schindler's List or anything, but yeah, um, I dug it. I will watch more of it. If more of it comes out, they leave things, you know, they wrap, do a good job of wrapping up kind of a plot, the, the plot of the first season while still leaving it open or what you can do next season pretty well. Do a couple nice little cliffhangery things in it throughout. They left some threads out there. I like it. Watch it. It's good if you can watch it. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's probably all I got to say. I guess I can end things now because the way that I put it together, this is the last of our interstitially bits where we're separate. Um, like I said, next week we, some way we will record something together next week, whether even if it's just me holding my phone up to the mic across from me talking on a mic just so we can actually interact again for you guys. But I feel like this was a, a way to give you something and uh, let you know where we're at and um, have give, give you 20 something minutes of time. You can kill where you're looking for ways to kill time. Um, so once again, hope you're doing all right. Oh, by the way, I forgot about this uh, show business. Um, we haven't talked since this happened. Um, we were one of the five finalists for best podcast at, for the uh, top five of best of Lawrence here in the town we're in. So that was cool. Um, thanks for voting for us, people who voted for us. Uh, yeah. And we'll see what comes of that. There's usually like an award show that people go to and get like a couple free beers, I think. So we'll definitely be there to drink those free beers and see what happens, which is probably us just sitting there to drink beers because I don't think we win this thing at all, considering it's the first time we've made the ballot. Um, but we really appreciate it. We appreciate you guys out there. Once again, hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing good out there. And next week, there'll be something for you to listen to again. We'll keep putting something out some way. Uh, no matter what, you'll hear, have something to listen to each week from us. Um, yeah, we love you. I'm rambling. I've been Nelson. He's been Will. I wonder what he talked about. I'm interested to listen. I'm real interested to listen to this episode, listeners. We love you. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, 
this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>